0: West of Twin Peaks Radio back again on this episode, the freshest music, the chillest vibes, and the countdown to the end of 2022. Congratulations. You've survived another year. Sit back and crank up the volume. This is
1: West of Twin Peaks Radio with MJ Call on BFF.FM San Francisco. As younger As younger
0: Hello, hello hello MJ here again on bff.fm in San Francisco with another awesome two hours of new tunes from the likes of Hermanos Gutierrez, Ifa Wolf, Goth Babe, Cool Sounds, Thermal and Coco as well as new local releases from Aaron Percy, Cesar Maria, Nick Stone, Stone Foxes and Sour Widows and my guest artist today the blissful Bolinas singer-songwriter Kelly McFarlane.
2: The way you see it. How's the bed of a river in the spring? Beneath the surface,
0: stones with every That's Kelly McFarlane off her brand new LP, Bed of a River, a top 2022 album in my book. Kelly joins me for a wonderful chat and deep dive into the record coming up in my second hyperlocal hour. But first, let's get into the mood of this December moment, starting with the cinematic-sounding London-based experimental trio, Sunglasses for Jaws, and their new single featuring the vocals of Brisbane-based painter Ellie Musa. This is called Under a Rainbow. What a wonderfully moody spaghetti western-tinged instrumental from Zurich-based duo Hermanos Gutierrez. Their new LP is called El Bueno y El Mayo, a nod to Sergio Leone's legendary 1966 film The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Incidentally, the record was produced by Dan Auerbach of the Black Keys. Let's keep it moving now with new music from Belfast folk psych singer-songwriter Aoife Wolfe and her new single, The Wetlands.
3: to the world. This is BFF.fm.
0: Edda Marcus ends that nice long set of music with a single called Nosebleed off her new EP, Heart-Shaped Bruise. Before that, the debut single of a new duo out of Toronto called Thermal. That song was called Silver. And I also played a song off a new favorite album of mine called Souvenirs from the band Pale Blue Eyes. The song was Sing It Like We Used To. And I started to set off with New York self-styled lo-fi jangled dream slacker bedroom pop artist J.W. Francis and the title track off his forthcoming LP due in January called Dreamhouse. Hey, I'm MJ, and I'm so happy you've joined me today for this fantastic episode of West of Twin Peaks Radio. Huge thanks again to BFF.FM, Best Frequencies Forever for welcoming me into their warm and wonderful radio community. I'm thrilled to be able to share this Sunday slot every other week with my brother from another mother, DJ Webbles, and his locally focused show called Hangover Sessions. We all shall share the same love of playing you loads of local artists like the one I've got coming up in my second Hyper Local Hour. West Marin's Kelly McFarlane will be joining me for a wonderful chat and a deep dive into her new L bed of a river so do not miss that this is an album of the year contender for me but there's still plenty of other new tunes to get to in this first hour so without further delay let's sink back into it with rolling van life vagabond musician goth babe off his latest EP Iceland this is surfing in Iceland enjoy
4: Thanks.
5: correct me thing.
0: a melbourne-based band known as cool sounds which has made yet another vibe shift on their latest lp called like that you just heard the title track speaking of vibe shifts let's move into something completely different now with a project out of Hokkaido, japan called oki and this wonderfully soothing folk song paying homage to a sacred lake below the summit of mount poroshi it's called kai kai as to rippling lake
1: You're tuned into West of Twin Peaks Radio on best frequencies forever, BFF.FM, San Francisco.
5: thank que... you
0: I hope that song got you into the mood for my guest artist coming up in a few minutes, West Marin's Kelly McFarlane, who will be chatting and diving into her latest LP, Bed of a River, with me. But I still have a few more songs to get to to close out this first hour of West of Twin Peaks Radio. This is British folk artist Spencer Cullum, along with the Japanese influence of collaborator Yumi Abe, off his upcoming volume of the LP series he calls Coin Collection, the song, is called Kingdom Weather.
6: This is Kingdom Weather. Couldn't ask for more. Doesn't get much better. Let's see what the day's got in store. I see shades of green. Every color's brighter. Palpable, it seems. I can taste my true love's laughter.
3: A donation to bff.fm go it goes to supporting underground artists in the bay area music scene to the magic of internet radio to keeping the metaphorical lights on donate today at bff.fm slash donate to keep us on air independent and commercial free
1: the official
2: bff.fm app is now available to download Stream our live feed, catch up on your favorite DJ's past shows, explore new sounds by genre, or put on a podcast for your daily whatever. Grab it today in the App Store or on Google Play.
0: was sam cooper an emerging singer songwriter out of dallas texas who i had to do a lot of googling on but information about him is hard to come by the song was called i do i do from his latest lp everything you always wanted to know about fly fishing apparently sam's been making music here and there since he was a teenager but didn't get noticed until those covid lockdown years on youtube hope we hear more about him in the years to come I also played the song December Forever from Canadian band Living Hour off their new album Someday Is Today. Before that, the trio known as Coco, which is made up of three members of three other indie bands, including Dirty Projectors, Lucius, and Pavo Pavo. The song was called Omen. You're tuned in to West of Twin Peaks Radio right here on San Francisco Community Radio, BFF.FM, Best Frequencies Forever. I'm MJ, and welcome to the second Hyperlocal Hour of the show, featuring all new music from local bands and artists. Today, the hour starts with a guest artist whose last album, Deep the Habit, was my favorite LP of 2021. I didn't think West Marin's Kelly McFarlane could top that, but I was wrong. Kelly's new album, Bed of a River, is a slow float into those times not so long ago when we all felt adrift and tumbled by events outside us, just like the Bed of a River. My chat with Kelly is next, but first, here's the title track off the album, Bed of a River. The way you see
2: it I was the bed of a river in the spring Beneath the surface Stones rolling with every heavy rain, grinding it out, tumbling water and gravel.
0: a pleasure seeing you live, you know, however long ago that was. But we haven't really spoken since uh March of 2021. I didn't think anything could top Deep the Habit for me since it was one of my favorite albums of 2021. But I'm loving mm. Bed of a River. When did you start working on Bed of a River?
7: We started working on it in early, early 2020. Um, yeah, we started writing the music for it, probably like spring 2020, I think when it started, the songs started becoming, becoming themselves.
0: So that was like early, that was like at the beginning of lockdown.
7: Yeah, very much so. Mm
0: -hmm. So so how much do you think that experience can be heard in in uh, bed of a river, because I really don't hear isolation, the world's coming to an end type vibes off this album. I get a really soothing vibe off this album.
7: I mean, I think that you know, just the circumstances of having time and space to work on music was is kind of more of what you're going to hear, as opposed to those themes. I mean. I don't know, I think maybe it was kind of like a self-soother.
0: <laughs> Did you spend a lot of time outside? It's. I mean, it, West Marin is perfect for that, but uh, this, the album yeah. Bed of a River, you know, nature, whatnot, it soaks into almost every song in the album.
7: Yeah, I mean, I was spending a lot of time outside. I mean, that was one of the nice things about living in a place where I had a lot of access to nature. Um, I spent a lot of time outside and I think in general that's kind of a pretty important factor in life for me. So it's um, a very regular occurrence. So I I think, I think we, yeah, I definitely spent a lot of time outside, Um, you know, it was getting a little stir crazy in the tiny house so
0: <laughs> so and did you did you isolate mostly with just your partner or did you have a group of people that you were seeing were you seeing other musicians or um
7: you know it's funny it's like hard to even remember all of <laughs> all of it but um it was mostly my partner and our dogs and we you know in the early part of it we weren't seeing anybody else it was just us and then you know as it kind of got later i think we started to see people who you know we would see friends at outdoor gatherings and we would meet and sit far away from each other and sit in a field Um, but i wasn't seeing um very many other musicians. I mean, I was seeing other musicians, I wasn't playing music with anybody else. Um, It was really just, uh, my husband Andrew and I were pretty focused on, you know, using the time to put these, put this batch of songs together.
0: And when you say batch of songs, do you think there's, is there a through line to Bed of River? Is there a theme, thematic through line to the album? Um,
7: I don't know. I mean, I think the image, Bed of a River, you know, came because, um, you know, just the feeling of something being on the bottom of water rushing over it and just being kind of tossed and thrown around. And, um, that was kind of the feeling. And so I think maybe that could be the through line in terms of just, I don't know to me this album has a lot to do with observation and just kind of um sitting with whatever comes and you know i don't know that there was like a through line in terms of a, a potential goal of these songs i think that they kind of became themselves and they you know continue to explain to me what they wanted to do <laughs> i don't know um you know i get I still feel like I'm listening to them and figuring out where they came from.
0: Not like this. This album is is just you playing guitar and singing with with Andrew accompanying. It's a full band experience. Tell me how that yeah. how that developed over the past year.
7: Um, Andrew and I worked really hard on some demos. We made demos with lots of instruments. Um, we had drums and bass and guitars and keys, and um, we made these demos and. Then we were still in kind of lockdown, so we were trying to figure out how we wanted to record it. And um, it wasn't until the spring of 21 that we decided and went out to Richmond, Virginia and um, worked with this house band at a studio called Space Bomb. And so these were people that we didn't um, know personally, but we knew... Of them as players, and we knew their music, and we're a big fan of that studio. And it was kind of, you know, because we were so isolated in making the songs um, that we kind of had this idea of looking at studios that were just kind of like, you know, dream studios. Let's see if, what if we email, you know, Spacebomb and see if they have. You know if we could afford it or if it would make sense for us and um I don't know it just worked out and it worked out with our budget and we it was a huge gamble and we were really you know it was a big adventure it was still before flying was really a thing so we ended up driving from California to Richmond Virginia and um and then spending 10 days there kind of recording with this incredible band that just was so amazing to work with and just really, really talented, um, just complete, you know, masters. And um, worked with a producer named Matthew E. White, who has some music out that we also really loved. And um, yeah, we we came to that session with some pretty developed demos and a really good idea of what we wanted. And then we were able to kind of play those songs this band and they were able to then record it. Um and you know, we were able to record with them as far as vocals and guitars and stuff like that. But the um we did a lot of we did the drums and the bass and um a lot of guitars and a lot of keys with the house band
0: is based on. And all from a blind email that you sent reaching out to them, right?
7: Yeah Um, yeah. That's how,
0: that's how that started. I've drifted, is there a is there a certain track on on uh, Bed of a River that came out completely different than you anticipated it once you anticipated once you got in the studio? Um, that's a good
7: question. There was there was one track that we recorded there that was um, not quite right when we came back to California and we realized that we wanted to re-record it and so we ended up re-recording it with our band that we play with live in California and the band that did Deep to Habit, um, And we ended up recording that song up at Panoramic Studios. And so there's one song on the album that is recorded in a completely different place with completely different players.
0: And it is, which song?
7: Um, It's a song called Lineage. It's a song kind of about uh, where we live and just um, uh, my husband and I love to surf and we love to get in the water. And that was one of the things that we did a lot um, I mean, we try to do a lot anyways, but during lockdown, that kind of felt really nice to be able to reconnect to just kind of the natural world and the psyche of our sense of place here. Um, So Lineage is about, it's about that. It's about being in the water.
0: Autobiographical? Is it?
7: Um, it is not actually. It is. um, Well, it is autobiographical. It's actually. Um, it's a song. It's a breakup song, but it is not my breakup. (laughs) It was. uh, Yeah, it's somebody else's breakup
0: song. (laughs) I was going to say because it sounds. Where were you born and raised?
7: I was born and raised in Atlanta,
0: Georgia. And when did you come out west?
7: Well, I mean, I came out west, um, I guess I came out west in like 2005, 2006 after um, I got out of college. And then I landed in the Bay Area in 2007. And I've been here since then. I was in the city for... A while, and then about five years ago, four or five years ago, moved here. So,
0: yeah. Do you miss the city at all?
7: San Francisco? Yeah, I do, um, but I don't really because I I go back. It's you know, it's not a place that feels that distant. For me, it feels like a place that I can I can reconnect with if I need if I want to, and I still have a lot of friends there. And <clears throat> I go back at least once a week so i do miss certain parts of the city but um i don't feel like i have i don't feel like i have to miss it because i can just go
0: <laughs> yeah it's just really close um playing this album live since it was recorded with a completely different group of players how is that going to work mm-hmm.
7: Well, we've been playing a lot of these songs live um, with our band and it's been working really well. I mean, the band that we play with in California is incredible and, um, you know, we love playing with them. We've been playing with them for years and, um, you know, I I think without the pandemic where we were, you know, kind of in the situation where we had to make music in a vacuum with just Andrew and I, you know, I think we would have been making these songs with that band, um, <clears throat> but because we couldn't see them and we couldn't play with them, um, you know, we just made them together, and then we kind of have this template to, to put together in a studio. So, um, yeah, I think that we'll just play them uh, the way that they're recorded, and I'm sure there'll be some some different slight differences, but that's the plan.
0: I felt like this album really expanded on your guitar sound, if that makes sense, as a, not a, as a non-musical person, but a person who loves music might say, I mean, for instance, on hers, the guitar work on hers is so awesome.
7: I think tones and, and you know textures and sounds is something that is always um, a priority to explore. Um, and especially, you know, my husband Andrew, who is, um, is, you know, a really talented guitar player and is also really talented at kind of honing in on the details of tone and, you know, creating atmosphere with guitars. Um, I think we also were really lucky to work with this guitar player in Richmond uh, named Alan Parker, who's just really incredible. And he's the one doing that electric, electric kind of like yeah. that part, that really percussive um and you know, I think that was Alan and he just, you know, blew us away with so many things that he did on this record. But um yeah, I really love the guitar work on on hers specifically.
2: Well, it must have been amazing when you first heard it come to rise. How Sound of your life. Spent a couple nights listening. Laura Palmer was a missing thing, but the moment when you found each other, we both knew that it was meant to be. And I never get to see it the way it once was. But I listen from the future.
7: to release the record and then kind of let people have the winter to sit with it and um when we get the vinyl which will be in late January we're going to do a vinyl release show um in late January and then I don't think we'll tour it until the spring until it's you know a little bit warmer and um kinder for touring and I don't know. Um, the touring atmosphere is pretty difficult. It seems like so. That's putting it mildly. Yeah,
0: that's putting it mildly.
7: We've been doing a lot of smaller runs that are kind of a little bit more local. A lot of coastal shows and playing kind of smaller towns and really trying to work on playing places that are um, that are have the option of outside just because of how much is getting canceled, although that feels a little bit different this year. Um, But I think that, you know, there's just been a lot of kind of like letting go and seeing what happens. And I feel like with touring and with the future of this record is trying to be pretty open and trying to kind of design things that work, you know, for us more um so yeah i'm hoping that in the spring we'll we'll hit we'll hit it in california
0: well and i also like the idea of sitting with it because this is a perfect record to sit with i mean it to me it's not just listening to one track it's listening to the whole thing and sitting with it also builds anticipation for when you do perhaps you know hit up a few
7: venues. I've been feeling like the pace of music industry and just the pace of life and everything. It's, I'm realizing that I'm just kind of a slower mover. And um, that's kind of how I take music in, and I like to really listen to it and let it kind of sink in before I go see it. And I I don't know, I feel like this, this record is suited well for that.
0: Totally, 100% when you look back at bed of a river although it's just now coming out but do you think in in 15 years when you look back what are you going to remember them
7: i don't know i think i'll just remember i think it will be the thing that helps me remember this time this chapter of you know uninterrupted like this it was it's just been a strange couple of years and i'm glad that there is um, you know, kind of a sonic season that I can recall with listening.
0: What do you think is a great song to end the our chat with?
7: Um, Probably Winter Fruit. Uh, Winter Fruit is a nice, I, I feel like of all of the songs, Winter Fruit was written kind of A little time capsule of each season for each verse. So to me, that song kind of encompasses
0: that year. And um, I really love that one. Well, it's been awesome chatting with you again. I just, I, you know, love your music. And this album again goes into my pantheon and probably one of the best of 2022. So thank you for bringing it into the world.
7: Oh, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. out
2: of place
0: Just one of ten gorgeous tracks off Kelly McFarlane's new LP, Bed of a River. Thanks so much again to Kelly for taking the time to sit and chat with me about the album. You can find Kelly's music at all the spots where you stream music, but please buy local, and if you do so, try to do it through Bandcamp. Also, follow news of Kelly, including hopefully an announcement of a coastal tour in the spring. She's on Instagram and Twitter at McFarflung. You're listening to the hyper-local hour of West of Twin Peaks Radio on BFF.FM San Francisco. Thanks so much for hanging with me today. Let's keep the mood going now with a new single from Oakland's Aaron Percy and a beautiful song about his father, produced by the wonderful Jeff Cole This song is called Seventy.
8: And suddenly, my dad is turning, seventy. Suddenly, I couldn't be a kid, even if I wanted to be fast in the boat. Father time falls away, and so it goes. And now I Set things straight A picture book The story of our family And the shots you took Fast in the boat Father time Falls away Shall we go?
0: a lovely song off the new LP, Liars, from San Francisco, born and raised, but now living in LA, Cesar Maria. The song was called Victory. I'm MJ and you're listening to West of Twin Peaks Radio right here on BFF.FM, the only radio station in San Francisco where you're going to hear this much music from Bay Area artists and bands. We are here for you. Let's keep it going with music off the Freaks label. This is Nick Stone from his new LP, McCartney 6. This is called Talked Out.
5: Record shop today. Saw
6: your pics from far away. Love bites and candy apple grey. I tore up all my
8: of pain. What have you done to yourself?
6: sunshine Fear of
5: life 1945
8: always out of place always out of
0: Francisco jangle pop king glenn donaldson aka the reds pinks and purples with a new electric version of his song i saw her in the record shop today bay area trio sour widows has been playing a ton of gigs and they recently did a mini tour with the band duster expanding their bay area fan base and hopefully helping them raise the money they need to make their debut lp here's the group's newest single i-90 You fell asleep on I-90
2: While I drove the car After midnight We stopped trying so hard
1: Tuned into West of Twin Peaks Radio on Best Frequencies Forever, BFF.FM San Francisco.
0: Oakland band Abracadabra just announced they're releasing a new LP in January, and to give us a taste, they released the single I just played called In a Photo. There'll be guest artists coming up in January on West of Twin Peaks Radio. Before that, I played the title track off the new EP, Help Me Now, from longtime Bay Area rockers, The Stone Foxes, and I started the set off with I-90 from Sour Widows. That about does it for West of Twin Peaks Radio today. Next Sunday in this space on BFF.fm, my friend DJ Webbles will be spinning the music and hosting a local Bay Area artist or band in his backyard performance space on the one and only Hangover Sessions. I'll be back in two weeks when my guest artist is San Francisco pop psych band Moon Days will chat and dive deep into their new LP, Back to Earth. Meantime, here's a track off that album to close the show. This is called In My Car. See you in two weeks. Until then, be well, be kind. Peace. I'll take it over.